time to get geeked up. It's time to get geeked up to stand up. Comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no show's the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. What's going on, geeks? Welcome to a very special episode of the Geeked Up Podcast, Life Finally Out of Coronaville. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always is the artist formerly known as Mr. Social Distance, Liam Whaley. Yo, yo, yo! Yo, 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 indeed, dog! You hear that real-life clap there? (laughs) That was a (laughs) real-life high-five. Also, to all the uh, Eric email haters, I don't sound like I'm in a uh, s- uh, <laughs> a uh, airwave anymore. I'm back. I know in the- now you're going to be sounding lower than me. Back, uh, back like <laughs> the old ways where it was intentionally designed <laughs> for right. you to sound shittier than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's Manip- <laughs> calculated, manipulated by the master. <laughs> I really got after all these years. I really got to figure out how to edit these things myself. <laughs> um, now I've just got the phone filter on your voice. Yeah, you make me sound like I'm still uh, on Zoom. But uh, guys, like I said, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. And if you can't tell, we're back, baby. If you can't tell by the excitement in our voice. That's right. We're finally, uh, I don't want to say post-COVID, but we finally feel safe enough. We're back in the studio together. Uh, if you remember, like a year ago, Liam said he was going to clear out this uh, prize closet. Yeah. Looking pretty similar to me. <laughs> uh, Got to be honest, used the uh, the old cleaning the closet as an excuse a couple of times. Yeah, well, that, didn't I mean, get a lot of work done in the old apartment, and uh, the cleaning the closet and the whole Corona excuse really kept me out of here. But I uh, finally greased the door guy. I was able to get back in the studio. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, it doesn't look worse. You know what I mean? Uh, it didn't get messier. It's still yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, exactly I didn't do like much, I left. I didn't do much geek prepped yeah. uh, before this episode. Instead, I needed to do a big apartment clean before you came over. It was uh, all of our Avengers and Transformers and Ninja Turtle posters are still hanging up in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But guys, uh, welcome to the show. This is the first time. We're very excited. Post-Coronaville. Yeah, you're right, though. Like you were kind of saying before, I did want to interject, but I guess there we do need to, as like a culture, figure out what to call this time right now. Because you're right. like We're not out of coronavirus. coronavirus. You're an asshole if you say coronavirus is over. Correct. But yet... I'm walking around everywhere maskless. Correct. You know, I, you, mean, I got you in this, uh, in the impossibly to socially distant uh, uh, prize <laughs> closet from which we cast from. But that's right. I don't want to stand six feet apart anymore. <laughs> I'm glad to be close to you, buddy. But like I said, I mean, we'll get into it too because like we're both vaccinated, we're vaxxed, we're taxed, and we're ready to relax. We're uh, <laughs> and I think a nice. big thing too is living in New York is that. Uh, I know that, like, if the Knicks would have made it to round two, they would have required uh, vaccinated people to uh, be people to be vaccinated to go to the games. The first round, they're like, anyone can come. Uh, round two, same thing with the Nets. Uh, now the Nets are in round two. You have to be vaccinated to, to go 100% to these games. Hundred percent vaccinated stadium. Correct. Okay. Hundred percent capacity, but now it's round two. You have to be vaccinated because they've been doing one hundred percent vaccinated sections. Correct. But they've been doing socially distant sections with that. Okay. So these hundred percent capacity stadiums. I didn't even realize that they are one hundred percent capacity only for the playoffs. Hundred percent. I think MLB doesn't matter. One hundred percent capacity, so. and we'll talk about more of that too. But. 
Another thing I read in New York, though, and like we're saying, Corona's not over, but 90%, I think, of Manhattan, New York City, I mean, is uh, 90% vaccinated. You know what I mean? Wow. For the most part, New York City. Conquering the herd immunity. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah exactly. We, in uh, your face, red states. Dude, honestly, we live in our <laughs> bubble. Fucking stay out of it. <laughs> like... I mean, unfortunately, people are coming into our bubble just to get vaccinated. And uh, all welcome <laughs> right? in New York, uh, all welcome in Times Square, get vaccinated. People from China are coming just to get vaccinated. Come to New York, in get the- vaccinated, get a free scratcher, <laughs> get a free donut, a free uh, hamburger from uh, Shake Shack. But yeah, the... Uh, uh, Which makes uh, me think, too, not to interrupt, but makes me think, too, that we got vaccinated way too early. Because now that you're getting, like, free prizes know, and, seriously. like... Literally, you could have a cheeseburger, a scratcher, a fucking free Mets. I'm on my sixth vax for for free for free (laughs) Mets tickets right now. But uh, yeah, no, seriously, all sorts of cash promotions. All I wanted to do was to avoid this deadly disease. I didn't realize I could have held out and got 150. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) honestly, this is bullshit. Next thing you know, I'm going to go back to work in lieu of a, uh, a check from the Montana state government. Or well, let's not say anything crazy about <laughs> going back to work. We're at back to work. As far as I'm concerned, this is as most work as I've done. The whole Zoom thing wasn't working for me, so I uh, you know, had to get back in the studio. I guess before we get into it, though, remember to listen back. It's been a minute since we've been here. I think the last thing we did for you guys is uh, our big geeked up annual Oscar special, which in its own self, the Oscars was like a very weird covidy kind of like yeah. they weren't wearing masks but it didn't seem like the oscars but uh i don't want to talk about the oscars too much because yet again stupid fucking liam over here <laughs> predicted the winner yet again I mean, I nailed nomadland although no although nobody could have seen the sir anthony hopkins <laughs> dramatic closer for the first time ever them not doing i know it's like months too late for the oscars recap but can we talk about yeah, the first time quick, ever can, no. not uh, closing with the feature film to set up the all-time epic Tragic Boseman tribute to close <laughs> the show out, and instead, and and and, uh, and, uh, 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 and Anthony Hopkins not even there, yeah. and instead a, a non-existent Anthony Hopkins on his a uh, uh, picture on a Zoom screen <laughs> yeah, with like, but not who, even a Zoom sh- with like Sean Penn, like uh, sorry folks, uh, Anthony, yeah. who was that? Was it Joaquin Phoenix or who was the guy that? Uh, yeah, I think it had to been Joaquin. I Phoenix. think it was Joaquin. I think he won for a big presentation. Joker. Was just yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is such a crazy thing, too, because in a society where we do live in Zoom, like, you couldn't Zoom in. But if you remember, too, us talking about it, they had a big stink about, like, no one can Zoom in on this one. So Anthony but Hopkins yes, was like Sasha Baron Cohen received his nomination via Zoom. But it wasn't really. You know what I mean? Like he was in England or whatever. Yeah, and, uh, right. Exactly. Uh, he was Zoom waving for the nomination. 100%. I guess they knew he wasn't going to win, so they let him do that because if he did win, there would have been a Zoom acceptance speech. Yeah. A la very you know, strange. And it was just so uneventful. Uh, it was like, wait, did no man let just win? Wait, if they're not done, yeah. And the winner is Anthony Hopkins. Good night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was like, really, oh, dude. the craziest uh, Oscar finish ever. But yes, I guess if you are keeping track, my what fourth year in a row that we've I think that every we've, year we've uh, done it, you've uh, have uh, hit the nail. Hit the head. best picture anyway. So and Mr. IMDb over here, I haven't got one yet. <laughs> but you knew all the actors. But so. I knew, <laughs> yeah, I, I knew all the players. You knew the whole cast. Uh. I knew all the players, just not the game. And then of course before that, we did a couple things. We did uh, our first game time in a while, where we did the uh, wrestler origin story. 
with our special guest Jordan Owens was uh, a good time. Yes, I forgot. I would say since then, I haven't posted it myself, but since then, me and Jordan have had our own movie trivia contest on his uh, okay, show about nice. trivia where he usually hosts it, but he did a special one where him and I played against each other. Uh-oh. And I'm here to say I got fucking smoked. Really? <laughs> I mean, I got, didn't I, do I, that I, great. I had a feeling since I hadn't heard about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Since you hadn't been bragging exactly. about the big win. Kind of a, a cue that you probably took a lot. He didn't do great either. The guy that brought the Now, pain, what was the movie trivia in general? General movie trivia. Okay, wow. Jordan beat me. He didn't even stack the deck and like... Jordan beat me 9-4, to four, um, which means he... Out of 20 questions, so he didn't even get half of them right. They were hard questions. He okay, got me 9-4. Wow. to four. There was a Like, point, give us a sample example. Like, what was one you got right, one you got wrong? The, okay, one I got right was, uh, what city does the guy first get on the train in North by Northwest? Okay, interesting. I've got no clue. I'm going to go Missouri. Okay, I use pure not. guessing, and I said, all right, North by Northwest, geography, Chicago, and that was right. Okay, it was a pure guess. Uh, but uh, here's one I got wrong, which is a real point of contention, is uh, the answer for one of them was uh, Kamal Nunjiambi, right? It was about his He movie. was the answer? He was the and answer. And well. I made a joke before, like because the way he does it, you write it down a little like a uh, marker pad and you show your answer and i made a joke about like well uh i hope you all get the last name spelled right and then when we did it mine was so far off and i was saying his last name wrong i was calling him kumal nunjambi where it's kumal nunjambi okay see and they didn't give me the point they're like jordan got it right devin got it wrong and i was like what kind of horseshit is this but because game, of, literally because of a spelling error? I'm yeah, and the way I was pronouncing it. But I oh, was like, I on. think we all know what I'm talking yeah, about. Here. Yeah, It wouldn't have mattered, and then it would have been 9-3. It would have, nine three. Nine to five. It would have been 9-3. to three. <laughs> They gave it to me post-game. They're like, all right, you know what? You get the Kamal one. It's 9-4. <laughs> okay, but it was... Uh, <laughs> It was a total yeah, hit tough job. Tough trading, yeah, yeah, seriously. What I actually wanted to do, and maybe you know, we should talk about this off mic, but I wanted to have you write 10 of the questions and then his buddy write 10 of the questions. Okay, Said perfect. his buddy did all 20. I'm calling a hit job. Yeah, I, seriously. I, I didn't feel great about it. No, that'd be like if I'm writing the 10 questions, they're going to be slanted towards it. It's going to be 10 Tarantino movies, <laughs> yeah, and dude. you're going to happen to have a high. You know? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> yeah. But it's naturally. Good. Not even like I'm trying to stack the deck, but like my movies and your movies are going to line no, up No, for sure. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to write any North by North uh, fucking Orson Welles movies trivia. Like it's apparently, honestly, uh, who made like, North by Northwest? Was that an Orson Welles? It's honestly like one of the times where uh, when we were doing our uh, Zoom trivia nights. And my buddy Chad jumped on there, who's known me since I was like 10 years old, and was getting every one of my questions okay, right to yeah. the point where he was like, maybe I should stop answering to make it fair. Like, he's going to do a Tremors question next. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do a Tremors question next. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? So uh, you're right, 100%. Next time I'll have okay, you on there with me. But uh, I guess kind of like what we're saying, though. Oh, and I guess the net last Netflix and chat we did was uh, – Fortunately, not Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, but it was... Not yet, anyway. Biggie's not I yet. Got a Story to Tell, so check that one out. Uh, high reviews from AH, by the way, one of the few she's listened to because they had no uh, internet <laughs> on her flight, and the only thing she had downloaded okay, was that nice, podcast. Nice. She had notes, but she enjoyed it. <laughs> As you, now, how does she feel about Biggie? Is she, is she a Biggie fan? She had, or? like, three downloaded, and she was like, well, this is the only one I care about at all. Okay, so I, I was like, all right. So she was a Biggie fan. <laughs> all right, nice, nice. Uh, she might have found some things she was saying in conversation that I use on podcasts. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> but uh, So those are all the things you should look back on, of course. Geeked Up Podcast. It's on SoundCloud, on Facebook, on iTunes, and all that. Check all that out. But... Uh, I guess we're going to talk about, though, they're all going to sound like I'm in an air tunnel, but not anymore, guys, because we're back. 
like we're saying, uh, should we talk about since we're kind of breaking out of Seville now? Some of the things that are open that are. Uh, we're yeah, back do you to have normal. a whole? Do, I, I'm looking at a whole list of stats that you have written down. They're so pretty I guess much go for it. a little can... New York stats. <laughs> I do want to say first of all, though, if you remember. Okay, let's say this. It's June 1st right now. Do you remember how you felt like a year ago during June 1st that I think we were talking about something exactly like this? Because let's say with the sh- everything went to shit in March. Uh, by June, of course, we're still on super lockdown. But at that point, I think the antsiness is kind of like uh, set in. I remember us predicting, like, when do you think we'll be back to normal? No masks, uh, concerts going. And I think I predicted this summer where I was like, it's going to be like June, July, 2021. <laughs> so I think I, uh, I mean, we hit the nail on the head uh, here, right? <laughs> because things I are... I mean, unfortunately, by then, looking back by then, it was what turned out to be way too early to tell. Because there was all sorts of dips and dabs. Where at first, we thought by then, probably by June, we thought... We will have a vaccine by next summer, and it'll be cool. By November, we thought we will not have a vaccine. Correct. Okay. Ever. Yeah, that's a great point. You know yeah. what I mean? And then all of a sudden, we had a. You know what I mean? So there was definitely like just it was a, a you know evolving whole situation and timetables and whatnot. Like there was literally a, a, a wave there. Or there was literally a, a phase there where mm-hmm. we thought it was not going to be back to normal till like twenty twenty four. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, honestly, know, kind of. Dude, no vaccine like, on the horizon for years, and it's you know no without vaccine. a vaccine, we'd still be in fucking severe lockdown right now. So. It was a crazy like little over a year. You know what I mean? Like a lot of just and we've talked about it to death on the show, but just like. So many again, people not, not taking it seriously. Out of it, you know. 100%. My home state please. never shutting down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like... Kind Good of old like, Florida. See, I mean, there's been some coronavirus heroes, of course. DeSantis has really made a name for himself mm-hmm. down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, not forget uh, the Capitol Raider with the horn hoods. Who's oh, still well, of course. Is holding Geeked Up I mean, Man we'll of the Year. To, yeah, <laughs> we'll get back to you in January, in December. <laughs> in late December, a horns guy. But. Who's also dying because he can't have his organic diet in jail. Uh, <laughs> the guy is... Uh, yeah, if Corona doesn't get him uh, fucking canned food, will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, <laughs> dude. You would never Jar- make it on 60 days in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you said, I do have a little list here. of Just some of the things that are happening right now. A big one, I would say, kind of go hand in hand, is one that bars, curfews are pretty much done now. Restaurants, I think you're allowed to be inside, 100% capacity. Bars now are now to be open till 4 a.m. Yeah. Like we always used to be. And I guess it goes in hand in hand with that, too, is that the subways here now are running 24 hours again. Yes, Which, uh, yes. is up. And if you're listening in the future or whatever, uh, uh, you know, months now on uh, months from now on back headlock, it's right now June 1st, mm-hmm. 2021. And remember, the, like one of our last episodes, we talked about de Blasio here in New York did predict that by July 1st, everything would be 100 percent. And by and when he predicted that, it sounded crazy. Yeah. You it and I seemed, talked about how. Yeah. Right, so it September so maybe, far away. Yeah. To have everything back to 100%. But now as we sit here on June 1st, when Devin's going to read this list of things that are 100% and back to normal, mm-hmm. it seems a lot more, uh, you know, obtainable to get to there by July 1st. Well, let's say for that, that epic, uh, for that epic July 4th party that we're all looking forward yeah, to. Correct. Correct. Um, let's say that uh, this summer, pools and beaches, 100% open. 
So, and we're officially in the summer here, past Memorial Day. So the beaches last year, that was a whole big controversy. That's you know, right. Put on your water uh, shoes. Get ready to jump in that public no, pool, no, no, baby. No, no. It's, <laughs> that was the first place for anti-maskers to feel comfortable really claiming that this is bullshit. Because you know it was bullshit to wear a mask on the beach. What are you, fucking retarded? Well, you, <laughs> like, I mean, that's a you huge know, thing. You remember that? Like, yeah. That like, was there a was huge all those pictures of kids on like, spring, bake, on spring break. Yeah, where yeah. It was like, the nerve of these people on the <laughs> beach without masks. Yeah. <laughs> But then, like, all of them got sick. Um, and then, let's say, this fall, schools up here, 100% back to open. No more uh, digital uh, Zoom learning. With 100% digital Zoom learning during the snow days next uh, next winter. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> unless, what a great unless, point. Unless Yang, uh, unless Yang takes over and changes things. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Puts a, his thumbprint on the... <laughs> that's a great point. <laughs> because the horror they have of announced... Now. That now with the uh, technology of Zoom, we don't need snow days anymore, which fucking, uh, what a kick in the balls. Yeah. If, uh... Dude, let kids be fucking kids. Because like, <laughs> you're right, I didn't even hear that. But like, of course, why wouldn't they be like, all right, I guess we're digitally learning today. And even for but a I mean, teacher. Talk about digitally like... learning for the day. Like as hard as it would be to try to like coerce the whole fucking, uh, as hard as it would be to corral the whole you know, attention of all of the kids that you're teaching just uh, uh, over Zoom on a full-time basis when mm-hmm. they're in the rhythm and how to do this. When it's a blizzard outside, now they got to plug in and pretend to be listening over Zoom for the day? Yeah. Like, come on. Talk about something that's Plus, just... Dude, weird. I have friends that are and teachers... And the studies are built into the calendar. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, they haven't exactly. figured out enough where it's not like way, every once in a while, mm-hmm. it's every decade growing up in the Northeast, there would be an issue where like you would run out of snow days and they'd have to compromise something at the end of the year. Something like that. Like late June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would be up by a day or two. They'd have to push it back. But not enough to cancel the whole fucking concept of it altogether. Plus, dude, I honestly, I have friends that are teachers and our parents. And I'll tell you right now, digital learning was hell. Of just like yeah, keeping your sure. fucking kid focused on that or being the teacher and being like, all right, Johnny, turn your screen on. All right, you're not paying for attention, sure, like sure. doing this. And then like, you ah. get into real again, kind of like the economic fucking Plus, issue you can't yell at these the... kids when you know their parents are watching. <laughs> like, <laughs> I remember when my teachers were like. <laughs> But yeah, no. There's all sorts of problems that that, are, that would come up with like temporary part-time Zoom education. That's really got to be like a full-time. Everybody's fucking in the rhythm and you know mm. doing it. Not a uh, every once in a while. Let's do Zoom instead, and then for it to be at all productive or useful. But and here's another one that kind of goes in hand in hand with kind of all of this. But I don't want to say masks are done, but masks are. You know, we're being told now we don't have to wear them. If you're outside, you don't really have to wear them. Uh, it's pretty much just like trains and planes now. Like, yeah. restaurants are indoor allowed now, so, like, masks are a thing of the uh, past, I don't want to say, but, like, to some people it never was. But for <laughs> yeah, us, for it's sure. still, like, a very weird thing to, uh, especially, again, living in New York, of just walking around and being like, I know I don't need to wear this mask, but I also don't yeah, want to look yeah, like a fucking sure, asshole sure. and like everyone's still I doing mean, it. I mean, first was uh, the phase where it did just feel uncomfortable and you felt like you had your balls out just walking around 100%. with your face out. Like I literally had to 100%. practice for like a week, you know what I mean? And then I had the hilarious tan where like the top of like my eyes had like a fucking bronze god <laughs> tan going on. And then my fucking lower, my nose down was fucking pale. But the, uh, uh, you know, so it took a little bit of an adjustment period, but you're right. You still need to have it on you as to not be confused as a Republican asshole. Yeah. However, <laughs> even the CDC says this is totally uh, – it's totally – and at this point as well with just uh, the vaccination, you know, uh, uh, you know, everybody being vaccinated, the vaccination really – 
you know, uh, helping curb all major, you know, effects of coronavirus if you do still get it through your vaccination or whatever. At this point, it would pretty much just be like wearing a mask to prevent yourself from getting the common cold anyway. Correct. You know what I mean? And it, which is not even necessarily crazy if, you want to, if you're one of these people that just like, you know what, I'm going to keep on the mask as to not get sick I mean, in any shape or form anymore. Especially well, if you are me with compromised health or whatever and you're just like, you know what, I don't want to get like a cold or the flu 100%. or whatever. But at this point, that is literally the benefit of wearing a mask. For some people, it won't go away. But at this point, the CDC has pretty much ruled it down to like, you know. Well, if we're being honest too, I mean, even pre-corona, I feel like you were only like two steps away from being an everyday <laughs> mask guy before I all mean, this. I remember anyway, I had because, masks. Well, I remember I asked I you. Because I used them to dust and clean my, like, yeah, I, won't, no, no, no. I won't fucking clean my bathroom without a fucking full mask on. I remember. You know, just on sheer principle. At the very so I had the corona, prepared. I think before we were on full shutdown, but we kind of had a feeling it was going to be. I remember asking you and just like, I don't know if we've really talked about this in the show or not, but yeah, like, Liam's a clean guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> to uh, to a very weird extent. To a very weird extent. Because <laughs> if but you he's looked a around, knife you and fork. If you looked around the prize closet, you would never know. <laughs> yeah. But he's a knife and fork pizza guy. And I remember asking Liam like right before this all happened, like right when it was like really coming down to it. And I was just like, Lee, is this like your fucking nightmare right now? And your answer was so spot on. You're like, actually, no. Like this is pretty much what I've always been like training for. <laughs> like for I'm already the guy that like has gloves and like yeah. hand sanitizes all the time. And, and you know what? I six did think right distance. off the bat that it would be great to uh, get the whole world on to, to have the rest of us join the me and Howie Mandel. So well, welcome to our world, bitch. But I do think it's great if the whole world is now a lot more conscious of eating with that Purell because that like like it's weird, like you said. Sure. Like, but I'm pretty much just like a germ on my hands freak, mm-hmm. so I don't eat with my hands. Like I'm not going to ride the subway down to a pizza shop and then eat it with my hands because that seems great. You know Correct. what I mean? So that kind of stuff. So I always would have Purell on me before. I fucking clean my bathroom like you said in a full gloves and mask and like mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. like that I'm super fucking like well you and Harry Mandel too have that whole hands. bit where you blow up the glove on your head <laughs> <laughs> so you always had gloves laying around yeah yeah but you're right but, and dude it also shows like what fucking dirt bags a lot of us were who like you know, I am the asshole that got off the subway and would like grab a slice of pizza <laughs> yeah. with you and eat it with my hand, <laughs> yeah. and then bust your chops about like fork and knife douche over <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh, I owe you an apology, I guess. No, Post COVID, sure. an apology. But yeah, some things I could see like that being a positive change. People be more conscious with like uh, the PRL as well. Just something like me and you have talked about both working in bars for a long time and working mm-hmm. with re- uh, both mm-hmm. working with in in restaurants. Excuse me, but it was just like a positive part of the work culture, especially in bars and restaurants. To show up sick, you thought you were being a team player, and I guess there was like a, a re- like a a hundred percent limit to it as a bartender. If you had like a runny nose or a fever, there was some common sense. But like if you woke up and you were feeling vaguely ill or whatnot, it would just be like. You know what I mean? You wouldn't even think twice yeah, about you're going to work. You know, and and hopefully in the future that's as well something that we're a lot more conscious of because there were people that would go to work as a bartender. We both know people that would show up with a full on fucking cold sweats and runny nose. Hundred percent. Hey, can I get you a drink? Like yeah. sounding sick bartending. It's fucking like you know what I mean. That will hopefully never again happen in the world. You know what I mean? And like Honestly, it should 100%. never have happened before. And for customers, that's but, too. Like, oh, are you sick? Like, yeah. But like, all right, you mind squeezing the lime in there for <laughs> yeah, me? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
But that was just like, uh, uh, you know, just things that we all, and we weren't being fucking, you know, evil bastards by no. doing it. It was just like an ignorant. Well, we could know, talk we two we hours and more about what's wrong with the restaurant business and what <laughs> needs to change of why we were going in sick. I do like to say, though, and you and I have worked in the bar industry together. I was always the pussy who was just like, I got a cold. Who can cover my shift? I'm fucking dying. <laughs> like, oh, do you have a fever? I'm like, no, my nose is very stuffy <laughs> I and I uh, would rather sit here and smoke <laughs> weed and eat soup. Fucking <laughs> what's wrong with you? But uh, you're right. I would always, and again, just to kind of talk about you, I would always use the hand sanitizer, even if I was sick or at work, but more of kind of a, uh, not so much for me, but more of like, so the customers would see it. Be like, all right, they see I'm using hand sanitizer. But once I'm out of there, like you said, I'm riding the subway (laughs) and I'm fucking grabbing a slice of pizza. It was never as far as being the guy that eats on the subway. Like oh I gosh. have a line. <laughs> I think I told you that, but I you know, see, that. and that's funny. That's because that's something that I would do. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you mean? might. Say like that. I would like clean my hands and then like pull out a sandwich from my bag. <laughs> and like I've done that on the side, like on the uh, seven train to Shay. Like <laughs> eating my fucking meal like on the train there. And accountant Mike's looking at me like this is insane. How yeah. could you do that? Like, but uh, see, I would never do that. I told you at the time where I watched the guy uh, get into his backpack and then pop open his Tupperware. And started eating leftovers. And I was like, this is the time you've been saving your meatloaf from last night for now? No, I know. Fortran looks like a good time to dig in some meatloaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a, uh, yeah, it's wild. Just, I mean, I think how much more people are focused on their hygiene. Okay, so that kind of takes care of the hygiene mask. Now, I guess the next one, especially when you're going to get into a little bit more of the open uh, uh the capacities and whatnot i guess the next hurdle for us all to cross but how do we feel just in general about the future of social distance okay we've kind of talked about the future mm-hmm. of you have purelling the future of masks how about do you feel that is there going to be like a cultural institution now hey stay the fuck away from me online or are we going to be back to like at the cvs we're fucking balls to balls i think eventually we will because it's just how quickly we forget and i think eventually we will be balls to balls but even still now man like like on the Metro North, I'm fully vaccinated. I'm wearing a mask. I still try not to even like sit like behind somebody. You know what I mean? If yeah, there's like an yeah, open yeah. distance seat. And I think we're all kind of like that. Even when uh, I think if you remember like when this really first hit, and we were sitting at home like watching movies or TV shows and you see someone like in a big crowd. I would always be like, oh, dude, fucking like get out of there. You're about to get that Rona, dude. You know what I mean? It was such a different perspective. And I think it's going to be one of those things where it's going to sit with us for a while. It's going to take a minute to get back to like being close. But, you know, also that was like already a thing that I think most of us didn't really like you know what i mean like you, you love being like, like a packed atmosphere but like let's say going to like a ball game or like a concert mm-hmm. like it's good like it's great that the energy of a packed concert but is there anything worse than being like fucking packed in a concert to the point where like you're not comfortably like i sold that arena seat like if you know you have your own arena seat that's sure, fine yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like a general admission you're, area like, on the floor, where, yeah you're, you're just like packed back. in like a sort of like is that what we're and, and like you, you've uh, already yeah. heard a lot of people like we're ready to get back to sold out crowds it's just like at a sold out crowd sometimes but, it's fucking you know we've talked about this in the show too. And the concert festival that's like fucking a man. Concerts is a I great po- room. Concerts is a great point too. But is there also anything better than the fucking kid next to you, like hitting you with his elbow and being like, "Hey man, want to hit this keefy dab dripped joint?" I'm like, fuck yeah, man! Uh, yeah, like, yeah. I wouldn't be hitting any strangers' joints yet, but uh, I think next summer. You know what I mean? Because I guess that's I next, and I will. Yeah, that's next on my list. Is that like there's a lot of concerts and like venues opening up this summer? I've seen a lot of my yeah. friends at Red Rocks all over. 
I mean, we're both uh, fishes announced their big tour like coming out yeah, now. Yeah. Now that you're seeing a lot and of more bands, good, the are... music has has done a good job. Kind of uh, like sports, but you know, kind of mm-hmm. staggering the admissions in for limited crowds. A lot of the drive-through shows. Creative. They're doing the pods. They like you know really tried to adapt as quickly as they could to you know uh, interesting ways to to you know uh, interesting ways to keep the live music going. But Which, now we're I think nobody better by like, the way than Flaming Lips. And, like <laughs> yeah. everyone gets their own fucking bubble. That we to, already like, have. For, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we happen to have eighteen thousand extra uh, <laughs> yeah. personal bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, that's the one show because you got to go to uh you went to a Mets game before it was full capacity. So you went to a small I went to the la- yeah, the last twenty five percent capacity Mets game. And it was awesome, you know what I mean? It was great to be there. There was definitely like a noticeable lack of energy. I also went to a game that was at uh, 12 noon on a Thursday so like mm-hmm. under a normal season it wouldn't be like a high energy but at atmosphere. 25% out but it was like was interesting I'd say about it too like I guess just uh, from the sociological point of it or whatever but the uh, uh, everything was 25% capacity so you'd figure that there'd be a lot less crowds and lines and stuff but then everything inside was like all sh- like all 25% of all the amenities were shut so there was like only one bathroom for okay, the 25% wow. that were there or like in the bathroom most of the stalls would be closed so there were still lines and crowds like you still had to wait in line to fucking piss full of room full of guys Interesting. and there were still like beer because like most of the beer lines were still it almost feels closed. like they're doing that so, so there were still, still lines at the beer line you know what I mean you want to like, like feel the effects of being at a full game like <laughs> no we don't need to uh, yeah, buy law close these bathrooms but <laughs> yeah, we want to give them the thrill of the yeah, uh, we want to make you stand we, we, we want you to miss a couple innings yeah, just no, I was a, hoping to see you behind home plate with like 15 rice balls piled up in your lap because there was no line this is my dream <laughs> but like a, a you know but it was great to be back and uh uh, uh, a good example of something that you could use more than 25% capacity. Like the Mets is an, is an interesting example because by the, the last couple of years, especially when they're good, they've been selling uh, standing room only seats mm-hmm. in addition to their seats. So if you're sold out, you've got, you know, your 50,000 that are there and then they've sold out places for everybody to stand in the concourse. So you literally can't move to go to the bathroom when it's like ultra sold out. So you don't want to sure. get to that again. However, for, sure. for a baseball game, it's a lot better to have fucking more than three 3,000 people in a fucking 40,000 stadium. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, So it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, you yeah. want some energy. You want some people for that. You don't want it to be fucking govball packed, but you want a good energy. The sports it's uh, uh, in particular has taken such a huge upswing of entertainment value from mm-hmm. the sold-out crowds and the intensity of the playoffs to the 2,000 people that were in Madison Square Garden yeah. beforehand. You know what I mean? So it's been like it's it's almost just a, uh, a, a, a show just to watch the fans at these games are adding such an element of And fun. it's one of those things too when you watch it at home and we've talked about this is they did add the uh, sound like post like when you're watching it at home it sounds like you're watching a game with a full crowd like yeah, they're yeah, doing yeah. their <laughs> which yeah. uh, you know me and I kind of talked about I kind of would like to have watched a game where it wasn't where you just yeah, heard the yeah, one yeah. and I was like ah come on I mean, last year in the bubble, the sports was great, where there was like that, you know, real unique feel of all mm. the teams were camped out in the, the cutouts hotels and, uh, and all that <laughs> stuff. So it was a cool way to go about it. But this season has been like, you know, for the other sports, for the Knicks that played most of their season to empty arenas, and then for the playoffs, they went to a sold-out Madison Square Garden. Yes, it was a true, huge, true. like, you know, just... Uh, 
talk about a home field advantage. Yeah, and I'll get to that actually in a minute or I guess just – but I I guess just uh, in general I was around Madison Square Garden. And I guess this will kind of tie into how the city is feeling and how probably everybody in the country is feeling. Yeah, get into it now. (laughs) But uh, I was around Madison Square Garden before game one of the playoffs. And that was kind of like the first weekend of New York as well uh, uh, where I felt like the whole city kind of really uh, got over that adjustment period that me and Devin were just talking about, about feeling comfortable with the mask off and really feeling – comfortable stepping into whatever you want to call this phase that we're in right now where it's Mm -hmm. not yet over but we can certainly step past it and just like the level of joy and euphoria that we're just on the streets just like with the excitement not only of just the Knicks but like uh, uh, combined with we're like in a sold out stadium stepping out of coronavirus it was really just like sheer sheer bliss on the people around the garden you know what I I mean it wasn't just about basketball it was more like you can't necessarily channel your emotion towards coronavirus being over Unless you're going to like a sold out event to really fucking enjoy, oh, yeah. but for those people, they were really letting off their coronavirus steam. Well, there's a lot going on there. One that like yeah, people let off their coronavirus steam. Two like the Knicks playoffs. Like yeah, what's yeah, going for on sure. like, for the first time in how long? I met governor. I, I met the future mayor Yang. I don't think I've showed you this yet. Oh, but really? Let yeah, me show you a live uh, a live uh, uh, a live picture action of, uh, shot of me and Yang. This might be making the uh, Facebook page, by the way, guys. <laughs> Liam's really been. And, uh, holding this one back. Oh shit! Check out this picture of me oh, and the me and the future mayor. He just set up a uh, photo booth right outside the garden. As there's just thousands of people just literally screaming with like excitement and happiness just about the whole situation. Yang was right there to take a selfie with. Now him. did he treat it like uh, like a wrestling? Great move. Like did you have to give him like ten dollars to Great take move the pictures? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did he, he set uh, up his, uh, uh, his, did you his, have your, his Virgil style you have convention your, uh, booth scam yeah. going? Did you have your Yang action figure? That you, uh, that's an extra twenty. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you, if you yeah. want to bring an outside object, that's extra, obviously. But, but no, uh, but a great move by Yang, though, capitalizing on the general excitement. It's a fucking brilliant and, move. Yeah, by no, way. for sure. And I feel like I said, we'll, we'll get into the New York mayoral race and on further on future episodes. But mm-hmm. just in general, I feel like it was great to see the uh, and like I said, the people had a reason to channel the excitement because I feel in general, if you're out and about in New York City, people are really, really excited and happy, really finally comfortably feeling like. It's safe to take that next step, go to bars, and you know if you're at a bar, people are really excited to be there, and just out and about, people are really uh, uh, happy. It's a fun time to be in no, New York, for sure. and this, you know, for us, and I'm sure it's a fun time to be wherever you are in the country right now. You know, I think people are just excited and happy, and well, it's a different time too, man. And like, not again to get because uh, we have turned into the geeked up political uh, podcast, but you know, <laughs> as we're closing out Seville, it's definitely a different feeling a year later. Versus who the president is You know what I mean Yeah like, yeah yeah um, But you're right It's good to be out of the house It's good to fucking And honestly not even in terms of To, to you know And not even just bashing the president necessarily You know for, but, but just in general But feel free The whole I mean do that on your own but, <laughs> yeah, You know yeah. what I mean Like draw your own loser. But just in general Just the whole temperament I guess just even being A non-election year Or whatnot. But Very just true like too. The fact where uh, Just undeniably However you felt about Trump and Or how you do feel about Biden Like the temperature of the country And where everything was last year Was fucking insane And right now it seems pretty chill Between the capital you know I mean? riots Like and, uh, Well that's another thing too Like we were in a but pandemic But even last June was dur- probably like But we were in a pandemic During an 
election year. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? Sure. Like yeah, this yeah. whole thing has been with the whole you know J- George Floyd situation. That Absolutely, was probably like dude. last June, May or June. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure when that was, but that was early summer. I'd say. You know what I mean? Like so there was. Uh, uh, and even with Corona, like we have a lot to a lot more to go with that. A lot more to go with everything. But you're right. It just feels like a more tepid fucking. Like, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. feels pretty calm. Things are and, like, a lot more chill for now. And uh, which I guess we should talk about because we were talking about everything that's opening and we we're talking about how it's been a crazy like couple like a year year and a few months and so trying to like look at the lighter side of it any favorite moments over the last year as we've not been in studio together <laughs> like for me i would say tiger king you know if you gotta be a glass half full kind of guy okay you know what i there mean there was always tiger king there was always tiger king but just a lot of the stuff that we uh a lot of seeing like we've talked about this to death but like all the virtual entertainment we got, be it like the virtual WrestleMania or like the live action comedy shows, the way Saturday Night Live did like their digital shows. Yeah. It was a kind of a wild and fun way to see how everyone can still like no, for sure, bring man. like entertainment Absolutely. and laughs. And, uh, and honestly, I'm a huge me supporter. Me being patient like, zero. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess that was crazy. Fun. You kicking into this whole thing off. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, I mean, uh, as but well for me. that bad when we and Mike had dinner was delicious. <laughs> I will tell you <laughs> that. <laughs> Best bat I ever ate. Bat uh, brains, actually. <laughs> Best bat tongue you'll ever have. But uh, 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 in general, I personally as well, like it, it's a shame that we needed a devastating worldwide pandemic to get a good uh, a Comedy Central comedy webcast going. <laughs> yeah, but right. I love a unique comedy something or another. And I love anything just in general that kind of capitalizes on the moment and whatever situation is being thrust into or whatnot. So it was cool just in general to see how the entertainment world uh, uh, entertainment world dealt with this hopefully once in a lifetime situation and putting on the first SNL where it was all about like that really was like uh, must see TV when it went on you know what I mean just because it was not only the only thing that was on but it was just like you know so uh, in terms of favorites I'd say obviously the WWF uh, (laughs) see I was gonna (laughs) go Fandome or whatever the fuck I was was gonna go with the uh, the Geeked Up Boys uh, virtual uh, oh no no no, WWF uh, virtual shows (laughs) you're right right, way better than us we were number two. Curse word scandal. <laughs> it was, uh, but not only did we do I mean, I never saw nights. fucking. Uh, uh, I never saw Boston Ron on WWF, so it gets the edge. Shockingly, <laughs> have never seen Boston Ron on <laughs> WWF. <That's true. laughs> I haven't been watching. I haven't been watching be every honest. week. <laughs> but that's but, a great call. How is Ron not like a huge wrestling? Oh, fans? I'm the uh, I'm the pickle tickler <laughs> from Boston. But also, just like no, not only did we do uh, uh, the trivia shows, but just like. The live Zoom shows we would do with like, and you know, at some point we were getting like twenty something people just to like come yeah, no, on and sure. like chit chat and about ice cream and fucking just like, just so nice to see each other when there was that that really scary time of like, fuck, I don't want to leave my house. Yeah, yeah, no, and then sure. also us just fucking shamelessly like plugging like, all right, so we talked about it on the show this week. <laughs> so, what's your guys' favorite Ben and Jerry's? And then you went on a fucking tear of like, so it, there was highlights to it. Of course, you know. The whole thing was a shitty situation, but at least not only us, but it feels like everybody yeah, did try yeah, to no, make the sure. best of it at some point. State of Florida was just like, we're just going to pretend like it isn't there. We're making <laughs> yeah, the best yeah, time yeah, of it. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I did. I, I attended a drive-in concert last Halloween, you See, know, yeah, exactly. keeping like the live music tradition alive for Halloween. And the drive-in concert experience was definitely something to be, you know, remembered. But uh Definitely happy that, you know, the entertainment world, like I said, figured out ways to get through it and evolve and whatnot, but looking forward to, you know, looking forward to getting back to normal. 
I guess what was the best application of the whole thing, though, you know, the whole Zoom mm-hmm. comedy entertainment, I would, uh, I don't know, I'd have to think about it. I'd say, honestly, maybe the sports bubble, I'd say. Sure, okay. Like the playoff bubble. I felt like it added a level of intensity, but I feel comedy, you really are, you have missed a lot for, like, well, Colbert's show and 100%. the late night shows without crowds. A like, comedy, you really do need a crowd. The uh, 100%. comedy things were interesting to see them go on, but that probably missed crowds the most. I guess maybe for me, like, movies, for somebody that was a huge movie goer, I kind of just pretty adaptly, easily adapted to watch movies at home. Hey, I don't know. I, I see what everybody's been uh, talking about all these years. And when everybody thing. asks me why I still go to the theater to see these movies. Because you, you listen now, to like, uh, only this and not our Netflix thing. That's a big thing we talk about is you're the theater guy. So yeah, it yeah. is a big, uh, you know, we couldn't watch uh, the stupid um, Christopher Nolan movie because it was theaters only. <laughs> yeah, but we yeah. could watch the Louis C.K. stand up. You know, we had <laughs> yeah, yeah. to make sacrifices. We needed to make choices. Which is kind of a crazy thing. I guess it would kind of lead us into getting geeked up. But it is kind of a crazy crazy thing that uh, all the movies now that we saw trailers for like a year and a half, two years ago, are finally starting to come out. I mean, as of recording this, which we said it's June 1st, uh, Quiet Place 2 has already come out now. You know what I mean? Uh, An even quieter place. The, uh, the shushing place. Uh, <laughs> that Spiral, Chris Rock Saw movie has come out. Okay, you know yes, what I mean? Yes. A lot of these the movies. Uh, Guy Ritchie, I think, is out. Guy Ritchie had Guy that Ritchie Jason Statham movie come out. Um, After we loved last year's Guy Ritchie movie was one of the hits of coronavirus. So good. So good. (laughs) But nothing too major has come out for the movies so far. Not yet. Like uh, In the Heights, you know, the Lynn Manuel, that's going to be like one of the smash. I think that's coming up this weekend. That's going to be the first like real blockbuster ones. Because The Quiet Place 2 was is you know a not necessarily fucking blockbuster blockbuster kind of territory. You know, I, I'd say I, you're out of your mind for saying that. <laughs> I mean, you think so? It's like a real yeah. I think it's a huge. I think the okay. first one did really good. I think the first one did good. I think that's more popular than like your example of In shocked. the Heights. My problem with In the Heights, or not even problem with seemed it, seemed to me the dumbest sequel I've ever fucking heard. Is that, <laughs> I like the first. See, one. agree with you. I agree with you on that. What the fuck are we going to see a second one? For? But uh, however, if you remember too, Warner Brothers made that fucking dumbass deal, kind of like what we thought. We're like, oh, there's not going to be theaters in a while with HBO Max. Where like still, like when In the Heights comes out in theaters, it's also going to come oh, out on HBO yeah, Max, Max the on the same the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah, already yeah. made that crazy deal, Suicide Squad. And all that. And I guess uh, that's another thing that we can kind of even lump in there, even with some of the political things that are going on. But there was, like, we are now even in this gray area where we're still kind of living in a world of decisions that were made, expecting coronavirus sure. things that yeah. didn't play out. Like, you know, the government with the unemployment going till September when necessarily, you know what I mean? Like, when the workforce is now caught up a little bit more so than that. And the movies as well. Like, there's uh, plans were put in place for mm-hmm. months of coronavirus action that we're now missing out on because theaters are open and whatnot. But yeah, that's one of those things too. Where like, can HBO Max say now they're not going to do it? Because you have to imagine a lot of subscribers jumped on because like, all right, well they're going to get all these movies same day. It's a fucking yeah, damn if yeah. you do like that new Dune remake. Or like whatever. You know what I don't mean? know. Like, thinking is whatever happened to the uh, John Krasinski Good News Network? He like sold it. He had that big deal <laughs> selling off. I haven't heard about. It, I haven't heard it since. You yeah. Know I mean? Well, I think and like, it's just like we, now we don't need Good News anymore. Well, I think like. Back Scenes here, good news. That's their network. Back to fucking shit. Honestly, cable I think love. like what we said is he was like, "You guys are fucking idiots. You want to give me how much for this? Like, you know, sure." Yeah. Now there's like, no. I think there's still. I think that was one of those. They it, just bought it, so he wasn't giving good news. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the devil yeah. bought it just so it <laughs> wasn't out there anymore. I want to buy your good news network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so I can bury any, <laughs> yeah, any potential. You got an Emmy out of it. 
Um, but you're right. I guess kind of talking about uh, movies and everything, should we get really geeked up on this episode? Because it's been a while since we've really focused on something. And with movies coming back, there's one studio that's kind of stood strong this whole time, right? Where they're like, we're not going to put it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, that's uh, true. We're going that's very to. true. And the other thing, too, is they've been filming them. And we're going to have a long list. But, dude, the amount of movies that are going to be coming out this next like year, two years... Uh, it's gonna be crazy because people were filming. Was it almost and worth like, like not having any movies from this particular studio to just have now just the most the entertaining more, two yeah. years coming <laughs> up? The dude. biggest dogpile ever, but I mean, kind of. And I think a big thing that uh, and as well, they're just so right now just dominating the current movie culture, like popcorn movie culture world. Correct. They're so far in the forefront of everything that's going great in the movie, you know, movie... Uh, uh, For sure. Well, not even blockbuster in, movie experience. I mean, not even, know. like, Marvel, though, but some movies, like, look at Tom Cruise's, like, Mission Impossible movies. They're all filming back-to-back. Yeah, yeah. We not only... Are like they were filming and now they'll be coming out, but they that get delayed. But we also got that epic fucking Tom Cruise meltdown on set, uh, which okay, adds yes. it to the Geeked Up Boys epic <laughs> meltdowns, where he's like, "This is the fucking standard, all right?" Where he's like yelling to construction workers, who just like, "Shut up, dude!" Like we all quit. Yeah. But uh, there is Marvel. Marvel has a pretty epic fucking lineup coming up, and uh, not only do they know it. But they did put out a trailer for not just one movie, but for just, like, their studio, just Marvel Studios, <laughs> did, like, this five-minute, four-minute epic trailer of just, like, it starts with Stan Lee. And it almost looks well, like... Well, I say it, we're actually, yeah, we're going to uh, play it here, I say. We're going to do... We're, fact, let's we're do gonna, a, Yeah, we're going to do a watch-along, our first-ever Geeked Up watch-along. Correct. That's been, become a very popular podcast entity. So we're going to do Geeked Up Watch Along. We're going to want you to YouTube this, okay? So mm-hmm. right now, minimize our screen and pull up YouTube. And then what is the official YouTube... Uh, the link is on... will be on all the pages. I'll throw it on but Facebook. Like, it's, it's just official. Just uh, uh, It's called Look Marvel. It, tra- it's, but for the people to listen that are listening the Mar- to now. YouTube the Marvel Phase 4 the, trailer. Uh, the Marvel Phase 4 trailer. Okay, yes. Marvel Phase 4 trailer. So this is the official YouTube. So you're officially going to look for the official YouTube link is the Marvel Studios official MCU Phase 4 trailer. It's Correct. a 3-minute and 10-second video that you're looking for, okay? So that's the video link you're looking mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. We're going to press play. We're all going to press play here in a second. Get your ad blocker plus installed. <laughs> or press rewind and press play after your ad plays. But we're all going to press play at the same second. And then we're going to... Uh, 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 together watch yeah. along and hope this goes well. Or just watch it on your own time and then just hear what me and Liam think about it. You don't have to watch yeah. it exactly along with us. This is the most high-tech thing we've done since yeah. the Did Jerry Banger segment <laughs> where I got the... Uh, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> but, uh, so we're going to, yeah, we're going to listen to this at the same time. Uh, so sure, are we ready to do this? Ready this ready first Geeked Up watch along? We've been we wanting to do something like this. All right, so give us the countdown. Here we go. Starting from 17, 16, <laughs> 3, 2, 1. Fuck, I missed it. Okay, no. <laughs> All right, so. All right, no one's wearing masks. I love being with people. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> I love being with people. <laughs> I don't know about that. What are you doing? But I'll tell you right now. It's Iron starting Man with, hugging. Uh, yeah, Stan Lee narrating it and tons of hugs. Epic. Kind of looks like a fan trailer. You know what I mean at this point? Yes, I get what you're saying there right now. It does look like it's just uh, uh, you know, a montage from all the different movies or you know, collage from all the different movies. We go to escape. Oh, we got Groot and the Guardians. 
See, yeah, yeah, the little representation crying. from everybody. To get lost in a story. Oh, Black Panther conveniently on the brother part. Take it easy, Stan. Um, but also, this is just kind of a nice, like, it looks like there's, like, look, we know we haven't been to the theaters for, like, a year. We're sorry. Like, we owe you guys two movies a year. But as well, you like you said, you're really pulling on the heartstrings of what the movie culture is all about. You know, the... Uh, the feeling of camaraderie that you have by watching these movies together, by being a fan of the franchises. Oh, now it shows the Marvel. It shows the uh, Dude, scene of people watching. I Captain can't America watch this without getting the goosebumps because I remember being in the theater for this, and like real talk, I was crying. Like, I was so excited when Captain America catches that fucking hammer, dude. And then all the Avengers show up. Dude, it's so epic. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. that whole theater that I was at, everyone was on their no, feet for sure. going bonkers, dude. Honestly, probably the, yeah, as epic as the theater experience that I've had as well. All right, now, now we've got the, the classic, classic Marvel. Uh, yeah. The classic Marvel bring-in. It's, uh... And then we're going to start rolling out the dates, right? See, now it looks like it's all the new shit. There was everything that made Marvel so fucking epic. Okay, yeah, you right. What a great idea, by the way, for them to show the live theater experience. Like, fucking perfect. Brilliant marketing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So now we got Black Widow. July 9th. Oh, yeah. I see Aquafina. <laughs> Shang-Chi. <laughs> September 21st. There's Selma Hayek on a horse. There's Kumal Nunjiambi, Angelina Jolie. Spell that right, Eternals. motherfucker. November 9th. So July, September, November of this year. A lot of stuff coming. Start then, next month. Every uh, every other month. Spider-Man. Boom. Oh, closing with Spider-Man. December 13th. <laughs> Doctor Strange kicking it off next March. Thor, Thor next May. May. Black, Black Panther, Panther next Wakanda July. Forever. The, the Marvels, Marvels next November. <laughs> what was that? Uh, Ant-Man. Oh, Ant-Man. I missed that. Guardians, uh, Guardians of, the of the Galaxy next May. See, now, does that four mean phase four? Fantastic does that mean four. Fantastic four. Yes. Woo! Good call. That was definitely the Fantastic Four yeah, logo. Because Marvel not phase four. So you can't see say. See you at the movies. And see, what a great trailer. Fuck of just being yeah. like, dude. We're coming back to the theaters. This is how epic the theater is to show to make a point of showing uh, uh, the people in the theater, yes, like the live footage. For sure. Like I've watched that trailer now. Like real talk, I've, this is probably like the hundredth time I've seen it. And every time when I showed they, it to the guy at the diner, yeah, I've watched dude, it a lot too. I'll show it to anybody that's willing to watch it, dude. <laughs> yeah. Every time they fucking show that Captain America scene, it's fucking. Dude, the hair stands on like my arms, dude. Like I get goose pimples, dude. Yeah, no, because you're right. So as well, they are still too. advertising, and as well, like even for uh, uh, we'll talk about us just coming out of coronavirus. But I've gone to a Mets game. I've done certain things, but I've not gone to a movie yet. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh, it's already kind of thing. Like we said, that people's were already getting more and more. Uh, you had to compete with their home movie experience. And after coronavirus, like you need to draw them back to the movie going culture that they had built up so strong through those Avengers movies. You know, so Correct. it was a great idea for them to. Just just promote what the experience of the movie, you know, is and means to people and that whole thing and showing the live action. Because you're right, that was for me as well. Like one of the, you know, I guess uh, there was a, uh, when Luke showed up in Star Wars. But I guess for me, literally, like Independence Day, ID4 back in the 90s yes. had like a huge theater pop. <laughs> but other than that, like I don't know if I've ever been in a theater one of the other best, than like a Fast and the Furious. One actually, of the best summers like, for, uh, for movies. 
Independence Day, Jurassic Park, Mario Brothers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, no, that's the holy trinity. Donald, uh, <laughs> fucking Dennis Hopper is King Koopa. Fucking get off me, dude. But uh, uh, no, but you're right though. The uh, uh, you know Endgame scene in in, in uh, you know the last Avengers movie was For a sure. total fucking state you know a sporting event. Just fan service, just the... epic fan service, yeah, dude. For where sure. he even says Avengers assemble. <laughs> like being there live, like live, but like being in the theater like, no, when it sure. first came out was so much fun, and it's like a big theater experience that you missed out on. Something interesting about that trailer, though, notice there's no like new Avengers announcement. I think the Avengers aspect of it because there's so much more to Marvel is kind of dead like dude like see how good we did now look at all okay, the new shit we're doing yeah, yeah. Like... I mean it'd be great for them to build up these characters individually before thrusting them back into the whole Avengers for sure well half of them were gone movie, you know, Captain America's you know, gone like... but then you had the Falcon and Winter Soldier plus there has been we have had the Marvel TV shows be it WandaVision or uh, which we've covered on the show we both loved but, uh, which, uh, I Winter loved Soldier Winter Soldier Falcon, Falcon as well which so at I'm the end was called Winter Soldier uh, Winter Soldier Captain America because uh, Anthony Mackie becomes uh, yeah, Captain yeah. America, Julie Louis Elaine shows up. You know, the, the whole Veep. Thing. I still call her Veep, but uh, but uh, it's just a lot that trailer broke. I mean, you and I have talked about it too. That like when I was a kid, nobody was reading, and this is why like Marvel against Studios. Just because now I'm all hyped up because that trailer. But Marvel Studios did you such a good job when I was growing up. Nobody was fucking reading. Like, oh, did you check out the new Captain America comic or the new <laughs> yeah, Avengers yeah. comic, dude? It was Spider Man, X Men, fucking. Was, uh... You know what I mean? Like that was Marvel's big thing, and they just didn't have the rights to it. They so they used the rights they had for the movies and just fucking totally owned it and yeah, like, made yeah, the shared yeah. universe. So it's interesting to see now with now them owning Fox, which is why Fantastic Four is allowed to be brought back in the fold. Uh, X-Men, they've already said that the X-Men's first movie in the MCU is going to be called The Mutants, which is kind of like easing them into it. It's a very interesting thing, but for that trailer... And they've definitely just done a great job just overall, because we've grown up with superhero movies have been a thing our whole lives, but nobody has ever done the whole... Nobody's franchised it to such perfection. As well, just the marketing. Like, they've got people so much more in... To these movies than they were for, and I remember a fucking sold out line around the corner for the Batman, Michael Keaton Batman in my town theater in the nineties. Like I was too was afraid big... to see that movie. My mom <laughs> asked my, I, I think I only remember the line. I don't think I saw it. I was like too okay, young yeah, to yeah. go. I to was too scared. My I just mo- remember the line <laughs> being sure. like, but uh, uh, so superhero movies were huge when we were a kid. But like they have become a thing. Uh, unlike at any point in my lifetime. Yeah, for sure. I mean? Well, These now franchise, it's 100%. I mean, Star Wars, we kind of were a little bit for late sure. for the Star Wars. You know, we saw the aftermath of that whole... Well, I think we talked about this. I got to watch the... Uh, when they put them back in the theaters and they like, added all the stuff, I went to the theaters every time the original Star yeah, Wars yeah, yeah. came back out in the theaters. No, sure. but, but, I mean, uh, we were, you know, yeah, born yeah, yeah. in 83 when it was... Correct. You know, Correct. So we missed like the main hype on the first. Absolutely, the first. No, these trilogy, comic but... movies is like that, and they just like ran with it. I mean, they're what, dude? At this point, you got to say they're like just from the movies alone, like a twenty-five billion dollar industry. You know For what sure. I mean? Like just the money on the movies, they money they and that's made. Literally, on the we movies. just laid laid out. Two years worth of major blockbuster mm-hmm. films for that studio. Like that was what eight or ten movies over the next two and a half years. Like that's a uh, 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 honestly, that's just what the trailer gives you. Because yeah, if you it. want, I could take a closer look at what Marvel really has coming up on the slate. <laughs> Shall we? Close look, close look, close look. Break out the telescope. 
than a microscope. All of your other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. We're gonna look real close. Take a closer look. Closer look. Closer, closer look. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm going to be honest. We, uh, live Davi. <clears throat> this is the first time in a while, too. Uh, you know, since the pandemic, I've gotten to hear these songs because, uh, you know, like, again, first time back in the studio. Okay, and, yes. You know, usually I don't always listen, <laughs> re-listen to some of our old shows, but uh, first time I've actually got to jam in on the yeah, P-Dub. Yeah, we usually uh, add it in post, mm-hmm. and then you don't necessarily listen, so... But yeah, uh, we get to really, uh, you get to feel the Davi vibes. I forgot how. He mentally put you in that geeked up mood. That silky, silky voice, which really (laughs) makes me want to take a... Chocolatey voice of Andre Dav. And Piss Mob. Big shout out to them as well. Take a closer look at them, to be honest. <laughs> they're, yeah, their they're, uh, summer release schedule, <laughs> their phase four tour. release schedule for the uh, <laughs> everything Piss Mob's got going. They got... <clears throat> but, like we said, so that trailer we just all broke down with you guys uh, gave a lot of announcements for a lot of the stuff coming up. But uh, I want to take a closer look kind of now at like... More of the Marvel things that are really on the slate because they've really released. Um, yeah, those were just the big movies that were uh, that mm-hmm. they had announced. But there are other things in the works. There's literally Marvel stuff coming out from like June 11th till every six months. <laughs> every six months, something's coming out. All right. So I guess we're going to kind of do this like we do the Oscars, where we'll name some of the movies, then we'll He's go gonna back. He's going to rattle off, then we'll circle back, and I'll ask my questions mm-hmm. over exposure. What does DC uh, uh, c- come back with? But we'll get into yeah. all of those <laughs> thoughts sure. after. So I guess the first thing then, here we go. Kicking it off will be uh, a TV show. It's going to be Loki. It's coming out June 11th, uh, 2021. And of, of course, course, all Disney, all the Marvel shows, Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Disney Plus, Tom Hiddleston come back as Loki, and then also co-starring Owen Wilson. Okay, okay. nice, nice. Uh, then finally, July 9th, 2021, the first Marvel movie in over a year, Black Widow's coming out with Scarlett Johansson and Hopper from Stranger Things. Uh, All right. We've seen the trailer. We've seen enough trailers for this fucking movie. And after this Time long, movie. July 9th, how did they miss the 4th of July window? Like, uh, <laughs> You've had like two years to plan this. And then, of course, the next movie is Shang-Chi, Legend of Ten Rings, which comes out September 3rd, 2021. Never heard of them, uh, but looking forward to it. The Eternals comes out uh, <laughs> November 5th, 2021. That's the one with like everybody, like the cast of Game of Thrones and Kuhal, Newton Jami, and Angelina Jolie. And then... Uh, wow. <coughs> yes, yeah, Angelina, Angelina Jolie coming behind Kumnal yeah. Jumjambi yeah, in the uh, casting call. All what right, two thousand seven. I gotta feel. Give the times. Uh, Sama Hayek also in it. Dude. Oh, it's like geez. a random cast of. Uh, cast which of one is that? That is uh, the Eternals. In the Eternals. Okay, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, of course, the big one everyone's looking forward to is Spider Man: uh, Far From Home. Comes out uh, December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. So and that's that, just in the next six months. That's correct. just the rest of the year. We've got four four major projects coming out with the Loki TV series included. Correct. And then other TV series, just real quick, not even saying just coming out in 2021 that's on uh, Disney+. Plus. You got the Hawkeye movie, uh, TV show coming out with Jeremy Renner and Haley Stanfield. You have Miss Marvel coming out with uh, Iman Villani, who it's her first time ever being in anything, and she's playing Miss Marvel. Of course, <laughs> you 
course, is like the 14, 15 year old Muslim girl from New Jersey that like becomes an Avenger in the comic books. <laughs> First thing she's ever. I love Jersey. In. These Marvels. Yeah. So I got to be honest. They, uh... um, then we got the What If animated series coming out on in twenty twenty one on Disney Plus. Okay, that's the cool. Uh, that's the one that like, has the whole Marvel fan. cast doing voices and like, what if this happened yeah, instead? Yeah, yeah, like, like a, a fan of kind of centric. All right. So that's just that. And then moving on to 2022, we have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming out March 25th. All right. Fuck yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth. Uh, the uh, first Elizabeth one, Olsen. potentially my favorite, uh, my favorite Avenger movie to date. Yeah, plus, we didn't even talk about the Spider-Man movie, too, coming out in December. It's literally it's supposed to be like Tom Holland and all the Spider-Man. And all of the Spider-Mans. Yeah, like Tobey yes, Maguire. Yes, for sure. Um, Absolutely. And then uh, and, the Spider- and Spider-Man just in general We'll talk of course About mm-hmm. all of these movies At nauseum As they're coming out But I mean uh, And then after Doctor Strange We got Thor Love and Thunder Coming out May 6, 2021 Chris Hemsworth Natalie Portman's coming back Alright I mean that's a power trio Right there Between December uh, uh, From December with Spider-Man mm-hmm. March with uh, Sorry From December with Spider-Man March with Doctor Strange And now June with Thor yeah, that's a power. That that's a that's a, a, a triple header right there. And then next on their list, though, we're jumping all the way. Then there's a big gap. Okay, then we're just going back to summer movies because the next one coming out after Thor is going to be Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, July eighth, twenty twenty two. Which is we'll talk about that, which is crazy. What, well, when how, was the Thor? When is Thor coming out? Thor's coming out. Uh, I'm sorry, Thor's also twenty twenty two. Yeah, we're already into the twenty. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I it was that uh, Doctor Strange was March, and then when was uh, Thor was May? Yeah, it was and then May. Black Panther is July. Yeah, and then the Marvels that year is coming out in November. And that's with Brie Larson, uh, the girl from Miss Marvel, and then uh, Tiana Paris from uh, WandaVision, who played the lady okay, that yeah. got the powers. Uh, then they got uh, Ant Man and Wasp in the Quantum Quantumanium. Which of course comes out uh, February seventeenth, uh, twenty twenty three. Okay, now we're okay. 20- so now we're into twenty twenty three now. Correct. Okay. Wow. But kind of like what we did with twenty twenty one, we got to go back and look at the TV shows coming out in Disney Plus uh, in twenty twenty two. We got She Hulk with Tatiana Maslany and Mark Ruffalo coming back as the Hulk. We have the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Which is kind of like in Epic. vain of the Star Wars yeah, holiday yeah, special, yeah, which is like yeah, epically yeah. terrible. Which is directed by James Gunn and has the whole cast. Now we're going on to kind of like... Okay, so an interesting year for Marvel, though, for mm-hmm. what they have planned for 2022. A couple of major blockbusters. Correct. And then some other kind of interesting projects. Correct. And then going back to the movies... I mean, the Hawkeye TV series isn't going to be set in the world on fire. And I don't know what they're expecting out of the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. I think they got Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to love it, but I just like, you know what I mean? That's what I think they're going for. for They're not necessarily going for like epic major, you know, but they're definitely filling up the calendar with with dates. The Hawkeye series. So on to 2023. On to 2023. She-Hulk? I mean, come on. All right, on to 2023. We'll, we'll get back. We'll double back. But she, uh, She's a lawyer. You know that in the comics? That's what she does. She's like a lady Hulk that's a lawyer. We'll get, we'll get back into that. Uh, then the first one they're saying that it might be coming out in 2023. This one's kind of debatable, but they're saying that uh, February 17th, Deadpool 3 will be coming out with okay. Ryan Reynolds. But what's interesting about it is 
the MCU owns Fox now, so it would be the first time that like Deadpool okay, can so exist in... with like everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good thing about him though is he breaks character or like breaks the fourth wall, yeah, so it would be yeah, an easy yeah. thing to do. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three then comes out May fifth, twenty twenty three, fresh off the holiday special. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, I was I was gonna say so at least they're they're doing something else with the Guardians of the Galaxy crew other than the Christmas special. So then comes out with Blade. All right, new Blade starring uh, Marshala Ali. Okay, no wow. more Wesley Snipes. And then, of course, the big rumor is it's going to end on November third, twenty twenty three, with the Fantastic Four. Yes, yes. Big talk about that. With the teaser, with the four in the trailer that we mentioned on the walk along, Mm -hmm. very, very uh, likely that you'd get that, uh, you'd imagine. And that's at this point a couple years away in production. Two year plan. That's how Marvel does. Yeah, yeah. But again, and with TV. To get all that going. So just the TVAs that'll be announcing there. We have Armor Wars coming out with Don Cheadle. We have the I Am Groot animated show coming out with Vin Diesel. We have uh, Ironheart coming out with Dominique Thane. We have Moon Knight coming out with Oscar Isaac. We have Secret Invasion coming out with uh, Sam Jackson. And then there's also going to be a Wakanda show, just a show about Wakanda also uh-huh. coming out. That one's going to be all Net like Geo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is on Disney+. Plus, But it's going to be... Uh... Correct. So that's like the big bulk of like the two-year wow. Marvel plan coming out. That wasn't a close so, I mean, look. I don't know what. It yeah, is. Like, for real. That's a, you drink some so water. So for here. all of the projects, though, you know, a couple of major blockbusters, but I'd say mm-hmm. more kind of things that might uh, uh, might risk overexposure than anything else. How do you feel? Like with all of those projects, are we getting to the point where we're going to see too much Marvel, where it's going to turn people off, especially now with this kind of Avenger phase over? Like there's just not enough no. sizzle with a lot of those projects where are you going to start to get – you know, a little, uh, you feel like this is a little much with all of this stuff going on? It is a lot, but isn't there already a lot? You know what I mean? Like, they but now it's pretty like, much all good and all, like, feels necessary. Like, we need well, a She-Hulk series. waiting for, like, we need a, you know, the She-Hulk guy. We need a couple of these other ones. You know what I mean? It just seems like they're making, uh, uh, they've got the characters, they've got the networks. You know what I mean? We, like, uh, but the way it's got the thirst though, for people, you know, wanting it. Let's put them out there. However, that can have an adverse effect for in the sure. Future. But the, the way it's planned, though, is I always find myself like after I see a Marvel movie, I'm like, oh, how long do the next one comes out? Eight months to a year. This way, they do have a good like little like show fillers but in the middle. That's why you dude. feel that way. It's yeah. because there isn't anything. I'm like in the hooked middle. on it. No, <laughs> like, I'm almost like, in the middle. hooked on Marvel. So it's just like you know what I mean. That's why you're so excited for the next but one. But I come like out. the little filler in but the middle. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like a little. What hot? Ha- but this is a, this is more than a little filler, and I'm just uh, saying theoretically. But again, again, because like again, looking back to it, I'm sure more stuff will come out. But there's enough major movies in there to keep you excited mm-hmm. with the uh, uh, you know the Spider Man's, the uh, Doctor Strange release, Blade. the next Black Panther. Even if they, I mean, blah, which honestly he doesn't necessarily Blade. fit in with the Avenger cast that we kind of know now. But you know, and I'm sure by 2023 they'll be building excitement on, on other stuff. And then but, I guess we should because I forgot I had this down in my notes too. I have. Sony Marvel underlined, which I forgot that Sony, so if you remember, owns the rights to Spider-Man, right? And then MCU and Sony kind of made a handshake deal where, like, all right, you can use Spider-Man in the MCU movies. Well, now Sony is finally kind of starting their own uh, Marvel universe where they're allowed to use Tom Holland Spider-Man. So, like, that Venom movie coming out okay, with Woody Harrelson playing yeah, Carnage yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, it's rumored that Tom Holland's going to have to be in that movie 
And then there's like a Craven the Hunter movie coming out, and that Morbius movie with Jared Leto coming out yeah, yeah. all takes place in that Sony universe. So I think that's a big reason why they're also kind of pushing like this multiverse. Yeah, like the Spider-Man movie is going to be multiverse. I just feel like in general, though, what they what worked so well for them was the concept that by the time Endgame came out, everybody over the over the years before, mm-hmm. five years before, had invested and had seen pretty much all of them, or that was the thing where it was just like you know you see yeah, all but every of them two years. And there was it worked a big as one. that's why it's phase four. Like the first one started with Iron Man and with Avengers. So well, that was though, phase they one. Kind of staggered them out. They built up the excitement. But that's the same thing and we're then doing. You kind now. of saw, but you're not going to be able to see all of these. So that loses a lot of Come the on. charm. <laughs> with uh, I mean, uh, most people aren't. But all able you to, need is one Disney Plus account. Do, that's not insane. Watch all of, but that's just too much to watch, and too much of it isn't going to be as epic as it needs to be to keep your attention. As like the like the see, like I think the phase perfectly. I disagree. You know, the first three phases. I just feel like they got at this point too much content going. There's too many series and shows and stuff over the next three years for I think a lot of people are going to lose interest and it's not going to have that same feel but I disagree by the, end of, the, uh, by the end of Endgame it was just like you had invested time you'd seen all of the projects all of the movies I've got to see how this finishes okay, now, like you I said they're not necessarily this, going will... for a big Avengers style ending with this phase I do agree with so you so it is some more extent. setting everything up because I, I you're right because I myself and will you eat, are like the uber yeah, geek I myself will eat all this content for up sure. but you are right to the extent where they've already kind of tried to do this with like the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, Agent Carter TV show, the Daredevil, Luke Cage shit, that whole and thing, it the all whole fizzled out because flat. in the yeah, end yeah. it was kind of like, this is shit. I want to see like the big epic movies. And the whole thing with the big epic but movies I think, was the idea that they all connected with each other. Correct. And it was just but like, even the TV now, series like, where the TV too much series to were supposed to connect and they didn't really. Together, you know, but they didn't, they didn't have the money originally. I think I agree with you where I think you're right. It is too much. But I think now they're putting the same budget into these TV shows yeah. where it's just like and, and again, I get you're saying it's oversaturation but it's a good oversaturation no for sure like, and, I, and again like maybe they've at this point built up this huge loyal fan mm. base and now they're going to service it with just an overwhelming amount of stuff they don't need to like right. win over the fans and, and, and at this point as well like and again I'm, I'm because just, at some point I'm they theorizing do myself out, right? I'm theorizing myself as well and again I think like I might have touched 100%. on something as the fact that they're not that first phase was building up to the yeah. end game let's not do nice I was hoping for the first time back in the studio a... we get into a good epic geeked up argument. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, fucking email us in if you want to. I don't give a shit. But uh, you are right. It is a lot of oversaturation. I mean, it's just kind of, yeah, the. Uh, but we'll see. Like, uh, but I think if you took the TV show aspect out of it and just left it to the movies, to that aspect, you're right, because then it spread out well enough. Like, can we go through, r- run through them again real quick? Just the big highlights, all right? I mean, and the Loki, dates of the ones that we've The earliest to. Loki is coming out June 11th, right? Okay, that's not epic. You know what I mean? But that's Owen Wilson is like, yeah, but you're okay, right. It's I kind mean, of the, uh, lo- the... All right, you know what? Series. I'll throw that in the epic category. It's the first... But then Black Widow show. is the first movie coming Okay, you got to see right? Black Widow. That's like been coming out forever. One right. of the major then players. Sh- Shang-Chi, Legend of the okay, Ten Rings. Okay, I, I could leave Shang- I can leave Shang-Chi. Really? Uh, <laughs> uh, the Eternals. They've obviously put a lot into it. Blockbuster cast, everything like that. It's a, not a concept I'm familiar with from mm. the original Well, it's cast. supposed to be like, like Marvel's first like kung fu movie. It was like kind of, if you know about Shang-Chi, okay. he was kind of started Is as this like... Uh, the Eternals or... No, Shang-Chi. No, no, I'm talking about the Eternals now. The Eternals are just gods. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. It's going to be kind of, of like a prequel that leads into yeah, like yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like... They're so like, I mean, definitely, I'll see it. I'll I'll, I'll put that in the must see category. Just basically, Spider Man, uh, no Spider Man, of course, must see. see. We got to see all yeah, that. Tobey yeah. Maguire in a Spider Man costume. But you're right, Hawkeye. All right, I, I'm, I'm, I can leave Hawkeye. Miss Marvel. I can leave Miss Marvel. What if? 
I could leave what if. Sure, as somebody that's like, not, I can. As somebody that's not like an Uber fan, I would that's say, a different, you know. I would say what if might be a show for you that there's like two episodes out of like six sure. you have and to you know, watch. I'll put, like, uh, I'll put what if in, watch. I'll put what, uh, what if actually in the must see category because I like mm-hmm. how it's unique. That's unique enough for me to have on the list, but then we don't need Hawkeye and the, you know what I mean? Like that's a little bit of fan service. Correct. A little, th- that's enough for me. So I'll take that one. Okay, what's next? Uh, but again, even that one, you don't have to take all of it. Like I'm sure there's like two episodes sure, you have yeah, to yeah. watch. Like the one where Agent Carter becomes Captain yeah, yeah, Britain. Yeah, yeah. Don't sure watch that one. one. Yeah, the yeah. one where they're all zombies. Watch that one. It's yeah, a lot yeah. of fun okay, and smiling. Cool. Yeah, you sure. know what I mean? Uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Okay, that's a must see. If it wasn't for Spider-Man, that's probably my most excited one just because it is Sam Raimi directing it. Yeah. So like, I'm ready for the Bruce Campbell cameo. <laughs> and they're saying that. Those are coming out in a pretty. That's co- Those are coming out in and four months from each other. And that's so supposed like, to be like their first kind of horror movie, too. They're going to make it like scary which is like all right interesting and then thor love and thunder of course that one's gonna be like epic so right off the bat we've gone through a stretch from december and we talked about a little bit earlier but from Mm -hmm. december with spider-man to may with thor we got five six months of like marvel dominating the blockbuster world with three epic epic releases and then before that the eternals which i'm sure will be a huge release with all the stars in it and everything like that Mm -hmm. so they're definitely you know, uh, I would say Eternals I could miss. If we're going from that list alone, Eternals I could miss, Hawkeye I could miss. And like I said, like what if I'm sure I'm not gonna like every one. But what if is it, what if it is a different if. thing though? It's not part of like the sequential you know universe. It's a fun fan theory. Sure. All right, but then, so Marvel, what's the next? I'm gonna keep in just because I want to see. I know she's leading into Marvels. Like, yeah, that's why yeah. uh, Captain Marvel two is no, called I mean, Marvel. Yeah, no, for sure. They all they're all great for their own reason, but just for like me and I'm kind of more speaking from like the general fans perspective. Mm. You know what I mean? No, you're 100 percent right. So what's after what if though? Let's just try to bang through the rest what of them real if, quick for uh, the fun. All right, after after all that, then we have... Uh, oh, is that... Now we're going to 2022. Yeah, correct. Okay, so forget about 2022. So yeah, for exactly. over the next year and a half, you know, that's what we got. There's some stuff that there's... Uh, are they, uh, definitely three major blockbusters that you have to see. Mm-hmm. And then a couple movies that you can... You know, a couple projects that you can overlook... But well, for what the most like? part, they've got an amazing next year and a half rolled out, and then time to build on top of that for 2022. You know, Correct. so and as well, I think like like, like uh, again, like I'm saying, but they have now ended the first three phases of the build up to the end game, and now I think we'll, as well, another thing we're seeing from the next batch of Marvel projects, but other unique kind of they've got a kung fu movie coming mm-hmm. out, they got a horror movie coming Correct. out, they've got these weird they what got if fan service coming out, coming out. cartoons gonna, so now they're trying to branch out like they've dominated like the marvel movies have such a definitive marvel feel mm-hmm. right now Correct. that they're trying to branch away and like make different and genres and dominate you know they got the money to blow on it for sure you know what i mean and they've been so successful <clears throat> doing what they have done you've got to uh, and i believe that doctor strange could be a great horror movie like, you know what i mean like i uh, sam raimi yeah, i think will yeah, do an amazing job sam with raimi, that movie evil so, dead director for sure i you hope know, that they just somehow gave him the rights to make an r-rated Evil Dead esque movie. <laughs> By the yeah. end, Doctor Strange has a chainsaw for a hand. But uh, but all in all, yeah, pretty uh, uh, a lot to look forward to over the next year and a half. And yeah. if the biggest problem I have is that there's going to be a lot of stuff that you know what I mean, you can miss. And honestly, like you said, I, I wasn't really giving much. enough credit for the fact that they have had this stuff on Netflix that you didn't need to watch or fell mm-hmm. flat on its face. And yeah. it didn't affect the fact that the Defenders didn't go well, didn't affect the Avengers. At so all. why would the fact that Hawkeye doesn't go well affect fucking Fantastic Four and three years? Correct. You know what I mean? I, mean, I would so. say the difference is now that they're, like, they're really hard pushing it, that it's like all in the same universe. 
But in that same coin, they're also like putting the money into these TV shows now that uh, they didn't put into Agents of Shield sure. or Daredevil. You know what I mean? Like the last episode the, the, the of WandaVision and the last episode of Falcon Winter Soldier. You couldn't have told for me sure. I wasn't watching a Marvel movie. Most you know what of I mean? Falcon it's Winter like, Soldier felt like you couldn't tell me that. Total, you know, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. And same thing with WandaVision. Like, so WandaVision now, was super weird and, like, its own thing. But the last episode was just an MCU movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. flying around and shooting lasers out of each yeah, other's hands Yeah, no, and for shit. sure, like, for sure. Uh, 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 <laughs> now, I guess this is the Marvel closer look, but I guess... Let me just ask you real quick about the Marvel... What, what are these Marvel movies going to be competing with? And again, we'll talk all of this stuff uh, uh, over the next phase of Geeked Up podcast. But how about Star Wars and DC over the next year and a half plus? Do they have I mean, what do they have on the on the books? Well, Star Wars isn't really competing with uh, Disney or Marvel true, because you know, they're all but like, just theoretically. But DC but. and like movies like that. The only thing I would think would be uh, Marvel's big push superhero movie wise would be uh, maybe the Flash movie because it's bringing Michael Keaton back as Batman. Just like kind of DC does, they're okay, kind of copying yeah, yeah. the form of that Spider-Man movie. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, look at yeah. all these Batman <laughs> and Flashes. But I think their biggest problem might be the uh, Robert Pattinson Batman. I think that's now. Is that I gonna think gonna it's going to be is that on the books for 2022. That's or? in falls in like this 21, 22 line of like, but in not this on. Chunk of they don't have official dates for the DC projects. Yet. I don't exactly remember okay, what so. the Batman movie is, but it is coming out soon. And we've talked about that with the suits, and we've talked about the we we've kept you updated on the trailer. I think it's going to be Christopher poster. Nolan Batman. Good. That's my crazy right, way too early to call <laughs> it calling it, dude. But I think it might be one of the best Batman. But movies so DC we're ever is going see. to compete with this onslaught of Marvel over the next year and a half. We've We've got DC's going to well, be sticking DC's, with Batman. DC's also They're kind of classic. doing, in their defense, like they've seen what they've done wrong. So they've kind of like are doing exactly the opposite of what Marvel's doing, where Marvel's like, no, now all of our shows, everything is connected. DC's like, you know what? Starting from Fucking nothing's connected. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. also said, pretty much confirmed that Joker 2 has been uh, greenlit. Like Todd Phillips is writing the script, which okay, is... So. Uh, Ridiculous, but they're just really branching off on their own yeah. fucking just like each thing is its own thing. Like nothing has to be connected. Okay, we tried, so. we fucked up. The Snyder Cut was dope. I'm saying it here. I mean, they just need to build it up a little bit first. And then how about Star Wars? Do they have any... Uh, I know they're both Disney, of course, but do Star Wars have any movies? Or, I mean, of course, is there a Mandalorian Season 3 on the works? There's a Mandalorian Season 3 on the works. Is there anything and there's else? Because like, the, uh, I thought that Star Wars was lined up for... with uh, uh, There's also the Boba Fett series coming out. They have a also like, kind of like a Rebels series coming out yeah, with say, the guy from... Uh, that. But as movie-wise, there's the only movies, just kind uh, of rumors of, like, different trilogies coming out. I thought out. there was interest, but I thought they were going to continue with, like, the Legend series movies. There's the Obi-Wan series coming out, you know what I mean? But there's not... That's a TV series. Yeah, exactly. With Hugh McGregor's coming back, though, playing Obi-Wan. But okay, yeah. As but I thought, go, I thought that they were like, going to continue, like, the, uh... I think they are, you know. like, with the, uh, like, the last three movies, like, the Skywalkers, like, with Rey... And all that. Well, no, that's, that's like a, that was done, a trilogy. Yeah. But you know how the in between they had the movies where they fucking. I think they probably will do like still a couple things like that. I don't think that anything's really been announced though. Of like, okay, see. as far as I know, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. But there is like new trilogies playing, and of course they're not going to sit on like this billion dollar industry and like let it go for to sure, for sure. But they don't have much, and again, they will you know impact I guess the overall. Thing for the overall uh, uh, plans for the Disney company to maybe not want to compete with Marvel. They don't necessarily feel the urgency to put out Star Wars. And then let me say this too. I guess so knows, TV but... wise, though, competition for all these Marvel shows is there is the Game of Thrones uh, prequel series that's pretty much wrapped filming. So okay, there's so... that coming out that uh, will people will be getting their HBO back for that? Who knows? Well, I guess all of that and more on the future Geeked Up podcasts, but. 
definitely looking forward to uh, some MCU, mm-hmm. some MCU blockbusters in the near future. Or just be going to the theaters this summer. You know what I mean? Yeah, for like, sure. Kind of like same reason why we're back in the studio is no same doubt. reason we can go see these movies this summer. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, we look forward to checking all that out. We look forward to uh, making me not sound in an air tunnel anymore, as uh, email uh-huh. Eric said. And sometimes we might decide to do Zoom because it's more convenient yeah, for our if lives. we have a guest on. <laughs> and, Nobody uh, wants to rent another soundboard. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. But uh, I guess with that, you know, email us in, I guess, what Marvel thing you're most interested in at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, let us know what you guys are excited for for vaccination summer. You know, we're vaxxed. We're waxed. We're ready to relax. But uh, other than that, <laughs> I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. Uh, Good to have you back, buddy. You may actually be working tomorrow, but if you're not, <laughs> go ahead and get geeked up. Woo baby. Woo baby. It's time to get geeked up. Woo. What's up, y'all? This is Mr. Woo Baby himself, Andre Davi. You're listening to the Geeked Up Podcast on SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. Woo!